Welcome to Metro 30, the Metro Monthly's weekly conversation with the community. Hello and welcome to Metro 30. I'm your host, Mark Paco. Today we have Helga and Wolfgang Wengler in the studio. We're going to talk about Oktoberfest, German food, and keeping German culture and history alive in the Mahoning Valley. Welcome to the show, Helga and Wolfgang. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. For the listeners that aren't familiar, could you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Oh, well, let's see now. That's long, but I'll make it short. Um, we came from Germany in 1955, so, you know, it's been a long, long time. But uh, we are very, very active in the German community because we want to keep the German Gemütlichkeit, they call it, which is togetherness and have fun alive. And so uh, we're very active in German clubs. We're actually in three clubs. And we even all the way went to Shane, uh, Pennsylvania, to the Apollo Manor Corps because it's the last uh, singing society which is left in Youngstown. So we had to go to Shan because we love to sing. And uh, so uh, we still keep up the German tradition. And of course, I cook German only because I have a spoiled husband. Uh, yeah, the schnitzels are good, the sauerbraten is good, good. <laughs> and naturally the good beer. Yes. Okay, but Wolfgang, you're also a historian though, too. You're sort of the official or unofficial. Uh, historian for German history in this area? Uh, for this area, yes. For uh, I'm a long-time member of the Youngstown Menachor. I was 40 years a member, and we were singing in the choir. And through that, I became uh, the uh, officer of the North American Singerbund, which is all of North America, uh, the German singing societies. And they made me the historian, and I have records going back to 1846 with songbooks from 1900 all the way to 19 uh, to 2018. And uh, I'm uh, working on a, a display for Mahoning Valley His Historical Society, where uh, I can display the Youngstown Manacor history, which dates back over 150 years, and uh, the other German history from Youngstown, which most people probably don't know. How many uh, German uh, families have uh, big businesses in the Youngstown area? Can you give me some examples of some of the German Yeah, uh, the Windicator was owned by German people all the way from uh, mark to the present owners who are of German history and uh, the G GF uh, Karl Mark was a butcher shop yeah. uh, there were quite a few grocery stores there was a Brenner uh, the Renner Brewery was a German uh, immigrants and GF Fire, uh, is it GF Fireproofing? General Fireproofing. General Fireproofing. Okay. General, yes, yes. Uh, they're of German history. They uh, started the business in 1936 and built it up to an international company. Okay. Okay. Well, now, we have Oktoberfest coming around the corner. And yes. just to switch gears a little bit, yes. uh, 
What is the history and the significance of Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest was started in uh, 1810. On the 12th October, uh, the Crown Prince Ludwig uh, married Princess Teresa, and uh, they invited the whole city of Munich to come to uh, a field outside the city. Around that time, they still had uh, walls around the cities, so that field was like outside the city, and they had a big celebration for the wedding, and naturally, uh, Munich was known for the good beer, Mm -hmm. so the beer was flown, and uh, (laughs) they had a horse race afterwards, and uh, it uh, was a big celebration, and from that wedding celebration, the next year, somebody decided to call it the Theresian reason mm-hmm. because uh, of the wedding, and that stuck all these years. And uh, by now, it is the biggest uh, festival, festival in the world. In the world. Mm-hmm. There's millions of people. Uh, that, that's what I was wondering about, because it seems like Oktoberfest has become more popular in the United States. Yes. But... I was wondering, is Munich the only place in Europe where there is an Oktoberfest, or are they no. elsewhere? No, they have uh, almost every restaurant in town, because I'm, we are from Frankfurt. Even when we went you know, home at that time, every restaurant has an Oktoberfest of a smaller scale. Okay. But everybody, if you can't afford to go to Munich every year, you know. Yeah. So they have their own little Oktoberfest in their beer garden. Well, just let me know a little bit, because if, if I haven't been to Oktoberfest, you know, you may see photos of it. Uh, what are some of the the distinctive elements of the Oktoberfest? I know the beer is important, but it seems like the food and the music are important, too. Oh, yes. Uh, music and beer is everything, <laughs> and food, you know. So they have special food. So, of course, the bratwurst, you know, with the sauerkraut. And they have, in, in Munich, they have Stöckelfisch, which is really something interesting to see. And they take a whole fish, I don't know, a mackerel or a whole fish, they clean it, but then they put a stick through it. And it's almost like one of those, uh, what do you call it, shashlik, you know, where they put uh, shish kebab, yeah. And, uh, and they put them down like teepees, okay? And they have them over the, the, fire. Over the coals. Okay, they're going along the, the, like a little ditch, and then the, the, the uh, fish is sitting like teepees up, okay? And if you want to buy one, you, you, they, they sell them like hotcakes, and they put them in a parchment paper, slam them right on the parchment paper, and pull out the stick. And, and there you go. There you have your fish. And then you go in and have a, a whole big glass of beer with that. Okay, now, uh, as far as the music goes, is it regional music, or is it music that's representative of all of Germany? Yes. It's, it, it's mostly uh, uh, Oktoberfest music. type of music, the Umbaba bands. Yes, yes. And uh, they all, maybe once or twice, they throw in other songs, but mainly the Oktoberfest type of music. Yeah, yodeling and marchers and, you know, schunkel leader, you know, schunkel is like you chair dance back and forth. You kind of hack your arms in to the other partner, and you sit right by the bench, and you go back and forth, and you have a heck of a good time. <laughs> now, is this the type of festival, though, where you have sh- total strangers, like, kind of interacting and playing, you know, p- uh, really enjoying the festival? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can uh, walk into – actually, that's all over Germany that way. Yeah. 
you can walk into a restaurant if there is five tables empty and one table has one person sitting on. They place you with that one person. But now it's, you're not going to eat by yourself no, a table. if you go yes. in for supper. Because you leave to be friends. Okay. You like to talk. German people love to talk, and I guess you know that about me. Yeah. Well, now, about the festival, you said it's the largest festival in the world. So yes. a lot of people plan, probably plan their vacations or their visits to Germany maybe around that time so they could do that. I think you've you've done that too, right? Oh, yes, oh, yeah. yes we've been there. But you have to make like two, three years before make reservations in the hotels. They're all booked. You cannot just decide, or oh, next year I'm going to, to Oktoberfest. I mean, I don't even know if you would go get a room, okay? You have to book it way ahead of time. Yes. Now, I actually directed a 35-piece band at the Oktoberfest in a tent which showed around 8,500 people. Yes. Wow, 8,500. So how many, <laughs> people, how many people go through the festival? Have you ever heard the numbers? Yes. Uh, last year, 6.3 million people went through the Oktoberfest. Okay. And they drank approximately 2 million gallons of beer. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of beer. Now, getting back to the food, Helga, I mean, you, okay. you make German food, and you're really a really good baker and a good cook. Uh, is the food designed to be portable, or is it designed to be not messy? Like, what's the food like on, on well, Oktoberfest? They do have the chicken, but they're going to give you enough to wipe, you know, wipes to, to get along, you know. Uh-huh. And it's mostly finger food, you know, that you can just have in your hand. And the chicken, you just, you know, rip it apart and eat it, you know. They give you a, a half a handle, that means a half a chicken. Okay. okay, and then you just go to town. It's very hard to eat with a plastic fork chicken, so usually they just eat it with their fingers because they have like a finger bowl there with, uh, you you, you know, it's all throwaway stuff, you know, paper plates and all that stuff. But you, they don't have no dishes, but they do have the steins are all class, okay. But, but the uh, most famous is the bratwurst. The bratwurst and And the everybody eats that and just, it's, you just out of the hand. Hands. You don't yeah. cut it or anything. And then they have a lot of cakes, uh, pretzels. The pretzels are the best. And you can buy them actually by the pound. You can buy five-pound pretzel. That thing is really big. It's like small, medium, and large. Well, I seen that when I walked in there. Oh, my God. I says i got to have that big one because I love pretzels, you know. So the whole table ate from it because it was so big. <laughs> now, the question I have, though, is that uh, if you're going to Oktoberfest and you have to plan like two or three years to do it, uh, how how many days do people go? Like, what is it? do they go every day or do they go and get their fill or, or what? How does that work? Oh, Usually uh, the people go for one day because – you're going to be there all day drinking. Now, the, there is some local people who go every single day during the Oktoberfest, and uh, you find them laying on the reason, uh, <laughs> sleeping, uh, sleeping, it off. <laughs> sleeping it off. When uh, they come up in the morning, they find uh, dozens of people sleeping, like, on the lawn. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, people save their money all year long just to go to that Oktoberfest, you know, because it starts the next Saturday, you know, in Germany. So and it goes for three it weeks. It goes for three weeks. Two weeks in September, one week in October. So for 2019, it begins on the, is it the 21st? The 21st. 21st. And it goes until, what's the end date? Uh, October 10th, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Now, if someone wants to, if someone is 
of German background and they have the internet, are there ways to see the festival with, with streaming or webcams or anything like that? I believe you can, yes. Yes. I know we did um, last we year. We were there, so we're not really uh, looking at it again. Uh, uh, it's kind of sad you know, looking at it, and you can't go there, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> and then you don't get any beer. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you go to the store and buy it first. But uh, uh, there are websites where you can see part of uh, the doings. Probably not every day, yeah. but... Okay. Well, since you're so involved with German culture and and you try to keep it alive in the Mahoning Valley, where are where are some of the places that will be having Oktoberfest this year in, in Youngstown or Sharon or or elsewhere? Well, it, it's starting out on the 21st is Oktoberfest at the Youngstown Minicore on the 27th through the uh, 29th. It's on Phelps Street in Youngstown. The Oktoberfest goes on for three days, starting at noon every day until probably sh- midnight. Midnight, yes, yes. And, he, and, and it's German beer, too. Paulane, the, is that, yes. The good, <laughs> the good original German beer. German beer in the barrel. Yeah. Oh, really? In the barrel? In the barrel, oh, yeah. yes. How do they do I mean, is, it's a real, like, is it an oak barrel or... No, they're all metal built. Okay, but it, oh, it, okay, okay. But the ones who get tapped at the October, you know, the, I think Wolfgang is going to do it this year again. He did it last year. He taps the beer, but that is a wooden bell okay. because you have to tap it, you know. And I think he's going to be Festmeister again, so uh, going to be fun. So what are your responsibilities as Festmeister, though? <laughs> what do you do? Do you open the ceremony or do you dedicate yeah, something? Then, yeah, then. yes. You open the ceremony, you open uh, you open the bell, the first one, and you drink the first glass of beer so And you sing and then just have fun. <laughs> yeah, that song yeah, that's that's a, is it would you consider that a drinking song or is that a, a no, what, no, what would you call it? It's a it's a little drinking song, yeah. I mean you people get together, especially in the beer hall, you know, you sing Ein Prosit, Ein Prosit der Gemütlichkeit, which is a, a toast to you, toast to you uh for towards towards your health and good time, okay. okay so yeah. And we have also a Oktoberfest on the 29th in Sharon, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It starts at three a o'clock. With a big brass band from Cleveland, the Donnerschwaben brass band, and uh, we have a brass band here in Youngstown on uh, uh, Sunday, Sunday the 29th. The, yeah, the Saxon band. That's the Saxon brass <laughs> band plays from. T- 12 until 2. So there's lots of good things going on in this area for Oktoberfest. Okay. Well, that'll be nice. That'll be yes. nice because, uh, like I said earlier, it seems to have grown in popularity. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have Oktoberfest in October. And I just wondered, I just had that question too. Why is it called Oktoberfest if it starts in September? That's, that's because of the weather. Okay? okay. I mean, they found out that there's rain. There's a lot of rain in September, you know. Uh, I mean, coming to October, it's already cool, so they kind of moved the two weeks before, so they have it the end of September and the beginning of October. So it's still a, called Oktoberfest, you know. See, Munich is at the uh, uh, foothills of the Alps. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 
it gets kind of chilly by the mid of October. Yeah. So you might so get snow then, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. They had snow already at the Oktoberfest and uh, uh, quite a good time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the question I have for you, too, is that you do the German, is it German Melodies, correct? Yes. German Melodies yeah. radio uh, program. Tell us a little bit about that because I remember you told me a story a while back about how you started doing that show. So it's kind of interesting. Tell, <laughs> tell the audience about that. Well, uh, I, we heard about uh, somebody uh, having a broadcast from uh, Stamboy. Uh, I do a park. S- Stamboy. No, Stamboy uh, Auditorium. Not, yeah. Okay. And uh, there was a guy sitting there with a, a transmitter and a telephone and he was playing German music. So um, I started talking to him, and uh, he said, yeah, if you want to see what I'm doing, come to the studio. So I went to the studio on a Saturday, and uh, he showed me everything, how everything works. And he invited me to keep coming to help him out, which I did. And uh, one day he walks in, uh, gets the... Everything started. started, the program started, <laughs> and then he says, okay, that's it, it's all yours, goodbye, goodbye. and he walks out. <laughs> I I, I had three or four records of German music, uh-huh. and that was it. So <laughs> I had to get on the phone and uh, call the company who was selling German uh, records yeah. well, at that time, that time still, records, re- yeah. remember, it's 35 vinyl. years ago. <laughs> And uh, we've been doing it ever since for 35 years. And you also have uh, sometimes other family members help fill in if you're golfing or if maybe someone's under the weather. Your daughters also help too. My daughter Rita helps out, and Mm -hmm. uh, And she's doing a beautiful job. And Charlotte comes down, yeah. She speaks with a little bit of a German brogue when when she talks about German, uh, uh, you know, the songs announcing him and which the people, people really it, yes. enjoy it. <laughs> well now with with the availability of new technologies though you've been able to reach out a little bit farther than just this valley here too. I know. You have people in Europe that actually listen to you. Oh and yes, yes they, they just have to find the t- make the time. It's 4:30 in the morning. Okay. I mean 4:30 in the afternoon, you know, 6 hours different. But uh, my friends, they all listen to it, and they love it. You know, they say, finally, we hear good German music in Germany. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on the Internet, and yes. uh, the people who can't reach us here in the Youngstown area, we are going all the way to Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Akron. But uh, it gets a little bit light, and if they can't reach us, they can get us on the Internet. On the computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, your show—you have more than four records now. What's your collection? Oh. <laughs> what's your what's your oh collection na- like now? Oh and what God. does it encompass? I you don't probably see that. <laughs> got a pretty close to a thousand records, long playing records, and probably around five hundred CDs. Okay. Now, are you playing traditional music? Are you playing some? Are you putting some pop music in there that might be played in Germany, or is it is it a particular? Does it reflect your taste, or is it all over the map as far as German music goes? 
Well, it's actually it's all actually over the my taste. Yes, your, yeah, your taste. But still, <laughs> I told them we have to do something for the younger people too. So we do have records which are a little bit more upbeat. Okay. Okay. Yes. But not not what they play in Germany right now. Okay. That's all American music. Okay. Yeah. It's well, all American pop music. So if you would describe to me and the audience what type of what are you what are you playing then? Like what type? What's the style of music? Is it a lot of ballads? Or are they uh, like you said, the umpa pa stuff, or is it a mix of all 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 it, those things? It's a good mix. I play uh, a little bit of brass music, like maybe every fifth or sixth song, mm-hmm. and in between uh, old time music, I got some music from uh, uh, nineteen twenty six. Yeah, where uh, they were doing the flop and uh, the, the Charleston, Charleston and <laughs> oh, stuff really? like that. Okay. Yeah, oh, yes. People love it. And the some thing. of the things, yeah. uh, like some people where if some is a little bit shady, uh, uh, they say, oh, that's no good. You know, you can't play that. But it doesn't say anything wrong. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I play one of the real old records. And what they done at that time in the uh, 20s is really... Uh, <laughs> you can take it like two ways. And so well, yeah, there's the a audience. lot of double yes, entendres. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. And actually the show is called Lieder der Heimat. That means songs from the homeland. Okay. So this is, you know, so we go through a lot of different stuff, uh-huh. you know. When, well, you also have pe- people can call in yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. during the show. So you're a live show. People call in. Do they also email in too, or do you just no, have phones? Just, just, just phone. call, yeah. And then we have we play for birthdays, for anniversaries, okay. for wedding, you know, and, and uh, yeah. Or and, just for somebody to, you know, to wish them well. And, and, and what do people say, though? I mean, what do they, what, are they calling for a specific song that they remember? In some cases, are they doing dedicating songs to they, friends? or They dedicate songs to friends, and then they say, can you play... Freund fallen nicht vom Himmel. That's always requested. That's called friends don't fall from the sky. You have to earn them, okay? And you have your friends all your life, and they just love that song. Or like little kids want to play for their mom, teenagers. So they call and they say, "Can you send a flower song?" And then we have some. Uh, mom, I'm coming with flowers to you, okay? I mean, Wolfgang is so good with that. He finds the records as soon as I take the order. Uh-huh. And say it loud. He's already looking for it, you know, yeah, and put it on. Yes, yeah, so it works pretty good. Well, that's that's really cool. It's also, I think, it's interesting though that people from Germany are listening and they're yes. telling you that they hear German music. You know, I, yes, it, yes, yeah. yes. It's it's really nice. So you're actually preserving it not only for people in the United States and, and you know in the region, but also people uh, overseas. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. And then uh, we is, had. Oh, excuse me, honey. His sister lives in California, and she's just always teary-eyed when she calls because she can listen, you know, and hear her brother talking, you know. Okay. Yes, well, that's, yes. that's cool. Yeah. We had, uh, uh, in 35 years, one complaint. Yeah, one complaint, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to hear this. Uh, yes. <laughs> we have to hear this complaint now. Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, I usually play maybe every other time or maybe every third time, I mean, third week, week I play a German march. Yeah. And <laughs> I happen to love the march 
Old Comrades, which alte, was adopted by the German Army yeah. as a, a marching song. And uh, somebody called up and said, uh, you know, you remember Germany lost the war. You don't want to play German march music. So I put it on because I had it ha happened to have it laying there. Uh -huh. And I put it on and I says, uh, here is some which was written in uh, 1836 and uh, it's some what I really like, and then I played it. Uh -huh. And then people called up and says, what the, was that guy complaining about? Yeah. <laughs> that was in 1836 the song was written, and only because the German army uh, uh, took it as their song mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So, <laughs> and it doesn't say anything bad in the song anyhow. No, no it's just a march, it, it is only song. a march... Yeah. But uh, uh, the army camrats, guys yeah. uh, getting together yeah. and being com uh, comrades, comrades uh, being yeah. buddies. Buddies, uh, yeah, that was nice. Well, did that caller call back? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Because uh, Helga yeah. told him. Uh, I shouldn't have said that, but, uh, you know, me, I say just the way I think. And I said, sir, you know, there is a button on your, on your uh, radio, <laughs> off and on, uh -huh. button. Uh, well, that's funny. <laughs> well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, well, I think well, we're running out of time. time. One, okay. one oh. interesting thing you might uh, want to know, uh, the waitresses, some of them carry up to 18 mugs a beer. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Total, nine in each hand. Nine in each hand. Yes. Total weight, 91 pounds. That's pretty impressive. My gosh, you have to have big hands, I said. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's really, that's, 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 because if you think about how much, like, a, a block of salt. Oh, I, I know. You know, I, I tried at the beer hall downtown. I tried, and I cleared out a table, and I cut four empty ones in here, and I hardly made it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do full ones. So, and how many, like, how many women... Men and women working that festival. I mean, it a must be like a, a little city. Oh, a lot, a lot of women work. Oh, oh my I God, yes. And, you know, talking about women, well, some fast. There's actually, a, in Germany, your smartphone has a button, I mean, a, a station where you can... When the you have a website. Website. When the lady is in trouble, he gets bothered or anything else, they can go push that or call on it or whatever they do, and they get help. Okay. That is especially for, for the October that festival. Fest. For the festival. Okay. Uh, yes. They have uh, more than 8,000 permanent employees and 5,000 short-term employees. Two minutes. Two minutes. Wow. Well, that, that's, I mean, it sounds like the population of Munich, mm -hmm. at least in that area, would yeah. swell for this festival. Uh, and, you know, everybody's wearing the traditional outfits, too. The, the girls wear the dandel, uh -huh. and the guys wear the lederhosen. Well, for the women, so you're talking about that. The dental, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's With a little apron, yeah. you know, yes, yes. Yeah. That and, looks and nice. Another uh, fact which might be interesting, in 2014, they uh, took home 112,000 beer mugs. Wow. Or stole them. <laughs> oh, so people, people want, they want a souvenir from yes. their, their they time. They walk out yeah. with them. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, you have, if you have to 
wait three years to go, you yes. may as well you know, take some with you. And but anyway, I think we're running out of oh, time. Okay. I just want to thank Wolfgang so and Helga for being here. Uh, this is Mark Peco, Metro 30, and it's been great to talk to you guys. Good luck with all the festivities for Oktoberfest, and we hope to see you, you soon. Thank we you will be busy. Thank you. Metro 30 is produced in collaboration with the Youngstown Radio Reading Service. Visit metromonthly.net for news, features, and the Valley's most complete calendar of events. And be sure to subscribe to the Metro 30 podcast.